know, yo, you you on the way to meetings, like everybody's selfless, everybody's genuine, authentic. And uh, I think we got a real hardworking, you know, dedicated class. It's a great appreciation of the science aspect because if some cats aren't doing what I'm doing, like as far as the science aspect and really keying in on those little things, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to be a step ahead. Tis the season. The 2022 Vikings training camp is underway. This is the Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Tatum Everett alongside Gabe Henderson for episode 156. Gabe, it is finally, finally here. We've only talked about it for, you know, six months. <laughs> yeah. Football is back officially. It's and crazy. the fact that we're saying that is, like you said, it's crazy because I just thought we would just talk about this forever and never have a football practice or a football game again. So the fact that we're back, there's a, a little bit of a, a nervous energy because it's I like, would say so. Man, yeah. dude, like, are, are we good at this job? Like, are we good at talking to oh, people? We just talked about the day when we walked in here. I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like this, right. this break from doing this. You got to dust the cobwebs off. It is. It's almost like we have to go to training camp right. for, to get ready for our jobs full time season. Yeah. So. I'm, and I'm excited about that because yeah. we get an opportunity to like do what we love. Um, Eric, I know you love football too. He's producing today's show, so this will this will be a really good uh, season, hopefully. And right now, you know, we're zero and zero. It's the first day towards that mm-hmm. Super Bowl, and hopefully, we can get as close as we can to doing it. Yeah, it's also like I love listening to a lot of like the national storylines nowadays yeah. too, because it's an exciting thing to have people be a little bit. They're cautiously optimistic, I would say, about this team. A lot of experts, and it's and it's been great to hear all of the good publicity. Um, you know, you hope that obviously translates over to uh, wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, wins. I think the cautious optimism is always a good problem to have, like if yeah. you're a team, because that means somebody believes in you, and you got something special in your locker room. So if that is, you know, warranted, or if that is true, then these guys want to go out there and and, and put their best foot forward in order to do so. Like they have a legit chance of winning a Super Bowl. Like there was a guy who played on this team um, last year and he was basically on the team a few years ago also. And he basically said when he was on another team, he knew that team was not going to win a Super Bowl. And you know, in training camp and he said, you know, this Vikings team, they've had, you know, that, that buzz in the locker room. Of course he's not on the team anymore, but you can feel that same buzz, if not better right now with this, with this current locker. So Hopefully that transpires to wins, like you said, and hopefully, you know, we just have some fun doing this. I think that's the big thing. It's like from just going from moving to a house to being here now and like talking about football, it kind of puts things in perspective of like, dude, like we got to have fun doing this. This is fun. Like this is a really fun job. So yeah, you you tend to take for granted that like you come to work every day and talk football. Like it's way worse problems in the world. Way worse problems for sure. And so we hope to see you guys be able to escape some of your problems and <laughs> come to training camp. Uh, you know, it's it's a new era of Vikings football. We've got 14 practices that are open to the public. That all begins on Saturday, July 30th for the Back Together Day. Player autographs return. I know we've talked about this, I feel like, for weeks now. As well as the MVC, Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders and Skull Line performers. And there will be several legends showing yeah. up throughout training camp as well with Q&A sessions and that all kicks off with Mr. Jared Allen in the building on Saturday (laughs) and that's going to be exciting. Yeah, he'll be a lot of fun. Always a wild card, huh? Yeah, yeah, that is true, (laughs) but I feel like his wild cardness has allowed Vikings fans to love him because 
they accept him for who he is. So it'll be good having him back. Hopefully he gets in the Hall of Fame this year. Knock, knock. knock, Fingers crossed, huh? There's a couple of names that might be up for it. I think they actually make a decision on the next round very soon. So might be when we are, when you're listening to this, it might already been decided. So just keep that in mind. We are recording. On Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> At 1.31 p.m. Yeah, there you go. So you can't, you can't, you know, retweet it. Was it subtweet, retweet? No. I'm too old to be trying to figure that I out. I don't know what let's, it is. Let's just go to the next topic because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start showing my age here. <laughs> oh, please. I'm like, you know, yeah, the whole age thing. I've been actually joking about that a well, lot said, lately. Don't, never ask a woman about because, their age, so I'll just be the older. <laughs> The elder statesman. No, in the that's group. okay. I am the elder statesman. It's fine. It's uh, I'm I'm used to it by now. Especially being around these team, and you realize that there's only one player on the team who is older than you, and you're like, well, that's my life now. <laughs> that's my life. No, but I uh, I was going to uh, use that as a segue though into Harrison Smith at the podium. Uh, yesterday, I guess it was. Gosh, that feels like a week ago, but it was only yesterday. Um, that's, the, that's the NFL season for you. Days, <laughs> days literally feel like weeks. Yeah, yesterday when he was at there, uh, one of the the media members asked if he, how did he feel being the NFL's oldest safety? <laughs> and I was like, I think you could word that a little bit better. But yeah, how does yeah. it feel to be, you know, that? And he's like, I mean, I feel great. There's a lot of things that you don't, do as much anymore. I think I think the biggest take home for me was using that wisdom to tackle safer, I guess you could say, because the game's changed so much. Yeah. It's not just about being this like backbreaker, right? It's about being smart about your game. And I think that just describes Harrison Smith to a T, that he's just smart with his game. Yeah, I remember right before we left for mini after, right after mini camp finish, I had him on Viking Circle the day before he left. And I, off camera, I asked him, I was like, at what point do you start watching film? And he was like, I haven't watched film since the last game of the season last year. He said, at this point in his career, there's no need to watch film. He knows pretty much everything. He watches film when the actual game week comes. Like, he he knows what to look for. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to go searching for cues. Like, once you get to that level or that tenure in the league, when you're Harrison Smith, you can spend your time doing other things to keep your brain sharp around everything else. Like, you just want to work on instincts at that point, see if mm-hmm. you still got it. But the game is the game. Like, he, he's pretty much mastered Aaron Rodgers. He's yeah. kind of figured out how Aaron Rodgers wants to throw the ball and where he wants to get, where he wants to be. So I feel like if you know how to master arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, you can you can take a, a little I bit of a break. I cannot wait for him to just pour the knowledge out yeah. for Lewis scene and yeah. to see how that can maybe help him become a better player because – you know, he's obviously kind of more of that bruiser right now. Like, he'll yeah. be the one who wants to take the shot, right? He's pretty much admitted that. So. Yeah, yeah. I and just Harry, hope his body holds up. Oh, isn't that for all of them? And, well, and actually, <laughs> that brings us to really our uh, our guest this week on the podcast is Andrew Booth, who's yeah. always who's battled injuries. But I think when you hear him talk about it, I think that was the most... It was very, it was very um, relatable, I guess, hearing him talk about how he has to battle through what he's battled through in college. Yeah, it's a, it's a dark journey for everybody. I mean, even Smith Jr. Like, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a long journey to get back to like playing strength. So the fact that these guys, you know, understand their injury or like understand like what they're going through, and then start that journey literally the day after surgery to say, okay, I want to get back to where I'm playing. I think that helps. Uh, the entire team, because as a team or as a coach, you look at it and say, okay, this guy has a grit. This guy has a will to get better. And 
that's what that's the kind of guys that we want. Like you really don't learn about yourself, especially in this game, just from playing it. You really don't know about your like inner determination until mm-hmm. you get hurt. Yeah. Like until you get that. Like first how you injury, handle adversity. Yeah, it's just like, damn, like I don't feel hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. I gotta get back. So until you find that one um piece of adversity that you can build from you'll be good. And I'm excited to see what he does this year. Even Irv, like I know Kevin O'Connell talked about Mm -hmm. him. I spoke very highly of him the other day. And I mean, Tyler Conklin, love him to death, but our offense would have definitely been a lot more versatile if him and Irv could have complimented each other. So the fact that we got Irv back this year, we can bring in another tight end or Zach Davison or whoever to to complement what Irv does so well, which is be so versatile. It's insane to think about the weapons that this offense has at the end of the day when you think, yes, Irv Smith, it was awful what happened last season, but it does make way for other people. Tyler Conklin's getting paid out by the Jets. Then you see KJ Osborne emerge as the third target. And, you know, he might get that wide receiver number three job, but he may have the fourth least amount of targets. Is that how the fourth least yeah. amount of targets? Yeah. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. That right. But you get the Jeff, right? Just no. Jeff. Y'all, I need to get some coffee. Whew, man. No, keep that in. You can keep it in. I'm. I, you can even you keep this in. I'm fine. You got the Jeff. <laughs> We're not talking peanut butter. <laughs> oh my goodness. I tell you what. I, so I've been nicknaming this because I've written. I like had to send my address to somebody yeah. and I put my zip code wrong. I've been doing these all day. Okay. And I've just been calling it training camp brain. I basically. I mean, that's pretty safe to say, like training camp brain. Yeah, because once you be once thing. you get into training camp, yeah, your brain just goes. It's crazy. So, yeah, I was looking at the schedule and I was like, this is awesome. Like, yes, there's those 14 practices. There's some that fans go to. There's some, there's a nighttime one. There's, you know, scrimmages and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, we are, we're in it. Like, we're in the thick of it. After July 4th, people always, I mean, even Jay Nelson said it. Like, after July 4th, you slowly start getting your brain back Mm -hmm. into the thick of things. But until like, keyword slowly. Slowly. But like, literally, (laughs) it's like, you're probably at like 30% until the week of yeah. like actual training camp. Like I was probably at 30% until what's today? Wednesday that we're recording. I was probably 30% until like Sunday. Yeah. And then Monday I was probably at like 60 and like probably now I'm probably like 80, 85, but like it's, you, you really have to like do it to, mm-hmm. to, in order to, to think, get back to it. I think having fans and seeing them here on Saturday will really like, like Brighton getting you, get you excited. It, right? yeah. Like I think that'll be for me like the real like turning point because at that point you see how things will go over that. Like for me, last year I got to see like what it was like to be a Vikings fan, like through their eyes. Yeah. Um I mean a lot of that was COVID restrictions. And so I wasn't even on the field for yeah. the first part of training camp. And so I felt like a fan in that sense. And so I'm kind of excited to see it from the perspective of no restrictions full stands, player autographs, like all of these old traditions that I keep hearing from people around the facility are returning. And it's just, it's going to be such an exciting time. Yeah. I think even last year, fans were just, there was still a a sense of skepticism. I agree. Yeah. Um, And then the year before my first year here, there was nobody here. So like I had no like contact with fans, but I feel like there was a lot of skepticism in the mind of fans last year, just because they were like, is this okay? Like, are we supposed to be doing this? So now that we've kind of gotten past that, I, th- I think that is fair to say that it, yeah. it's probably going to ignite what we all do. Just seeing those guys back. I, I will probably be ignited after this podcast when yeah. I go out to practice. Cause go. it's just like, dude, football is like really yeah. here. And like, it doesn't stop after a month. Like OTA is. That's many true. That's did. a good so point. That's a good I'm, point. I'm just excited just to see it back. And like, yeah, I've already told my wife, I'm like, I'm, I'm in the 
thick of things now. Yep. Like, see you. See you in January. Seriously, like February, right? Yeah. So we'll. She gets it, but it's like, yeah. we're here. We're here. You know, we talk about this cautiously optimistic feeling from the national media, and we have our hometown girl, home state girl, Jamie Erdahl, who made her uh, Good Morning Football debut this week. First day, topic, number, I don't know what number it was, but we'll say it was number one. Yeah. Who is your dark horse Super Bowl contender? She did a skull chant. Clap, skull, clap, on air. Homer. I know. I know. I like her reasonings. I thought it was really cool. But, uh, I mean, do you buy into that? Are you putting money in, in that stock? You like the short answer or long answer? You know what, Gabe? It's a podcast. You do whatever you I'm want. I'm going to go short answer, no. Okay. I, I, I do think her statement is very warranted. And I believe she made some really, really good points behind it. And if you are just a casual fan listening, you can probably say, yeah, absolutely. Like, Jamie, I'm with you. But like just working in the building and trying to keep my optimism down, I'm just going to say no, even though I want to believe her. So it's more of it's not that you don't think it could happen. It's only so that you don't get too high on it. I don't want to have any expectations. Okay. Like. Do you go into a season and like break it down game by game, like oh win loss win loss or what whatever before the season or during yeah because I mean we don't we don't release those obviously because that we yeah. that's not what we do here but like personally not do you really. kind of like how do you you don't not really I just take it and I think it's probably because I since I play ball like mm-hmm. I just kind of take it like day game. by day oh not that phrase yeah. I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah I mean I, I got some more corn phrases if you need them you know just trying to get better me? every day. <laughs> Um, one thing at a time, do my one eleven. Yeah. Nah, um, the only game I'm worried about is that season opener, <laughs> September 11. Right. But like, if I had to think of dark horse, I would probably like the jets are my dark horse team. This yeah. Year. I think the jets are going to be really good. Like they, they did really well in the draft. They did really, really well good in, free in free agency. agency. Yeah. Um, if they can stay healthy, they can be a force to be reckoned reckon with. Like, you I know, can look at them. I, I see them as like the Bengals from last year. I and I was just about to say that. I I love that though. Yeah. Like the ability for there to be parity in the league and for teams that you're just kind of like they're yeah. like laugh laughable teams. Yeah. That they can kind of come back and get right back in it. I mean, it makes it exciting. Like the Bills. I was watching NFL Network the other day. The I think I want to say pro football writers said the Bills have the highest percentage of winning the Super Bowl this year. Guess what the percentage was? Ah. Uh, Oh, God, I went really high. So talk about parity, right? Yeah. Like any other sport, like you you kind of have an idea. 45 is kind of high if I think about it. 45 is very high. I don't know. Training camp brain. Training camp brain. Lord. I wasn't going to say anything. Also, math isn't my subject. Yeah, it was 45. But now that I see this. Okay. And so we were talking about this a little off air, but we are having Andrew Booth on as our guest this week. And he's very intentional with what he says and really thinks about what he says before he says it. That was a pure example of why I am not Andrew Booth because I just say things and not really think. So man, they need to start like 7%. having having different qualifications for communications majors. I know because we're Andrew, we definitely was communications major. And we both were too. He probably we, sounds like he got like the degree and everything, <laughs> right. and we're sitting in here like, oh, what have they got those jobs for? Skepticism. Yeah, skepticism. Job. <laughs> yeah, I mean. but today, I mean, it's a fun podcast, right? I feel like now is the time to like have this fun because yes. the more and more we get into it, the more tight-knit things are going to be, the more focused we're going to be towards a certain goal. So it's exciting. Like everything is just, you know, like lolly go lucky. I don't know if that's a word, but <laughs> lolly go dandy, lolly go lucky. We just made it a word. Well, you know, on another note, another sharp change of subjects here on the podcast, there was something else I thought 
Um, well, actually, Jay sent this one because I was like, hey, guys, what do you want to talk about? So Jay sent me this article. Unfortunately, he couldn't be in the building today for this um, podcast recording. But he contributed a headline that Justin Jefferson and Kanae Wangwu land on NFL.com's all under 25 team. So obviously, JJ as a receiver, Kanae as a kick returner. Yeah. I, I mean, like yeah, you like you like that? I mean, we went from Harrison Smith being the oldest safety to being an all under twenty five team. So Harrison is like thirty five under thirty five at this point. There you go. There um, you go. But I I like this list a lot, and I'm, I was kind of surprised Kane made it. But I mean, of course, you know he As had a the kick, kick returner. Return. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. I, I get that. I mean, this is promising if you're a Vikings fan or if you're a part of this Vikings team because you have two guys, one who only plays kick return, who's only a kick returner. On this list, getting this recognition, you look at that and say, okay, well, how can we build around that? And Justin Jefferson, probably going to be the highest paid receiver after this year. So how does he continue to build on that? He's going to be on this list again next year. I think he just turned 23, right? Oh, my gosh. Please don't say that. Yeah, he's going to be on this list the next two years. But this is exciting times for everyone involved. So. Yeah, you know, I, as as an LSU alum, I don't know if anyone knew that. I'm just kidding. I'm just going to Go make fun of myself. Um, I was pretty pumped to see that it was JJ and Jamar. I was like, that's Not really yet. cool. That's was who the, they picked the as the two wide receivers. Um, no, it was Justin Herbert. It was Justin wow. Herbert on there as the quarterback. So, But, I mean, think about it. Like, you had to choose a lot of them because there aren't that many under 25. And Joe Burrow didn't make the list? He did not. You know, I think the other day he was also listed on someone's list as being, like, the sixth best quarterback or something. And I was like, I mean, you so, know, like, people have doubted him his whole life. He'll just take the Bengals to the Super Bowl in an unlikely <laughs> year. So, it's fine. Like, I, my thing, like, I don't disagree with that. I've always been on the fence of like a player has to be has to prove himself three years in order to like be on a list. But I mean, if you if it's what have you done for me lately? Why wouldn't you put him at six? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It. There's a lot of a lot of lists coming out. I think that sometimes we in the media have nothing to really talk about or do when there's no camp. So lots of yeah. preseason lists. We all love a ranking. Yeah. So um, don't you love working with the team? It is so much better. It really is. You know, I I know that like maybe we don't get to say exactly be as harsh or as like critical. You can't really do that as much in this position, but I don't miss it. I've always been a bit more of like a glass half full when it comes to the job and the teams. And I never wanted to be like the person that I wanted to ask good questions, like thought provoking questions, but I never wanted to be the person that always wanted to be putting the the subject, the interviewer E in like a gotcha position, right? Like I didn't want to catch <laughs> them in something. So I, I love it. I mean, I like focusing on just football. Yeah. It's so nice. I like being home at night and not being on a set at like 10 30 at night. Yeah. It's super nice. So yeah, I do. I like it a lot. There's well, a, speaking of though, yeah, I got a good segue for this one. Let's do it. Someone that wants to be on TV eventually oh, is our guest this do-do. week. There we go. <laughs> We've got Andrew Booth, future broadcaster, but current rookie quarterback on the Minnesota Vikings up next. And joining us here in TCO studio radio room. Welcome to Andrew Booth, the rookie cornerback. And uh, welcome back. We're excited to have you in this room. First time in here. You like the digs? Uh, I love it. I love it. How you feeling, man? Yeah. You just signed your rookie deal. Um, yeah. Training camp is on the horizon. Like, you're you're back. Like, t- talk about the feeling right now that you got. 
Uh, I mean, the feeling is. And congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. The feeling is, I mean, just to show these people what I got. You yeah. know, I know I got a lot of question marks on me, and they took him when he was he wasn't hundred percent. Like, yeah. and you know, I didn't really get active in the mini camp, uh, rookie camp or whatever. But you know, I'm really just ready to show these people what's up. Like, you know, my, my ability and what I can bring to the team. What do you do to kind of drown out those kind of comments or things that you may see or catch around? Like, how, how do you stay focused and, and drown that out? My work, mm. just my work. Like, I've been up here four weeks, like, out of the whole summer, you know what I mean? So I was up here getting it every day, you know, uh, and just with my work, like, so none of that really, I mean, I hear it, but it, it doesn't, I don't, it don't get me feeling no type of way. So just cancel it out with my work and, um, just that confidence that I have put the work in. What has what your work taught you about yourself? I mean, it taught me that you got to be in charge of your body. Like, you got to tell your body who's boss. Like, you feel me? Like, uh-huh. when, when you get in that rep in and that last rep, like, when you don't, your body don't want to get it. Like, mm-hmm. you got to tell your body, like, you got to be the boss of your body. It's a mindset. So, yeah, yeah where, where does that mental toughness come from? And, and have you always had it, or is that something that you've just... So developed. Yeah, so it developed over time. And so, as y'all know, I've came up uh, with a lot of injuries, you know, in college or whatever. And yeah, so it developed over time. And I really just had to get the mindset of, you know, it can get bad, but I still got to be the boss of my body. And so like when you, you got that mindset, you can, you know, work through a lot of things rather than succumbing to the pain and things like that. Who helped you to realize that? It hurts. Like, always having these injuries Mm -hmm. and so like you get into this mental spot where you're just like something has to give something has to give and I I think I just got so tired of being a victim to my body like Mm -hmm. now I'm just like you got to just tell it what it can do and what it's about to do when you when you out there getting to work in so So what's your body about to do man (laughs) talk to me y'all see you know what I'm saying we'll be out on the field in a couple hours um no, but the main thing is, you know, I don't want to overdo everything. I don't right. want to be too excited um, to get out there and, you know, show I'm going to stay within myself and, um, you know, be composed and really, you know, just be me out there. So, What's the difference between college training and off-season NFL training? Like training for off-season in college and now with your first off-season of training. What, what have you learned just in this short process? More, more specific. Okay. They're just way more specific in, you know, the training and, you know, what areas in the body that they're working. So we've we've had Tyler Williams and Derek Keyes on the podcast most recently. And they talked a lot about sports science and, and the background of that, knowing everything about you guys and what your body needs. How have you how has it been working with guys like that? And have you worked with people like that are, as you said, that specific before? Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so that's exactly what I was talking about. Those guys, they, there's a, a big science behind, you know, all the movements that I was doing there in summer workouts. I actually came from Clemson. So we have this thing called the castle uh, and it's that big science thing where it tracks all your movements and things like that. So it was something that I wasn't I, I, I was very familiar with, mm-hmm. but it's always, you know, a step ahead in the, in the league. So, yeah, they had their thing going good i feel like i mean you're talking about sports science right now i feel like you should have majored in that instead of communications like i know your (laughs) ultimate goal is to be on camera eventually right Mm -hmm. so i mean in any any route that you want to take with as working in 
I guess figuring out how your body works does that give you more of appreciation for the science part? Oh yeah, like it was like some things and some movements that they you know have had me doing. It's a great appreciation for yeah. the science aspect because it makes you that much better. You know what I'm saying? If some cats aren't doing what I'm doing, like as far as the science aspect and really keying in on those little things. Yeah, you know I'm I'm gonna be step ahead so you're so. coming after our jobs then huh <laughs> yeah you want to be on camera what, what, hey, where, where, did you did you like how long have you wanted to do that is that something like post-career potential uh nah nah just right now yeah, yeah. just yeah kind of picked it up a little bit I and guess. i can tell you because they georgia. teach you how yeah, to do it right, right. yeah mm-hmm. now listen i can tell you from georgia too you keep saying cats yeah, yeah a lot, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people from georgia say yeah. cats so like that I mean, just speaking of communications, like mm-hmm. I feel like you pick up on like certain accents, certain things. So, mm-hmm. have you tr- have you tried to harness some of those skills and like figure out like what you, <laughs> like you know y- your voice in this? Uh, nah, not really. Okay. It's just original, like just genuine and authentic. Like I don't know. I really picked up, you know, because you learn everything from your house mm-hmm. and you know your parents. My dad is like, actually, he's from like my family's from New York, okay. so like cats is a very yeah. <laughs> son. You know they they, they they say that and you know right. you know son and like all that, but you know cat was a very big thing in my house. Mm-hmm. So my little brother says it too. Like really? it's kind of weird. Like when I hear him say it, like yo, why are you using that word? But, Has anyone else caught on to it on the team after uh, you've been saying definitely, it? Definitely. Like so. I, I talk to BA and Lou the most, and so like they know when I get in the zone, like yo, these cats like mimicking <laughs> me, like and stuff like that. So yeah. Well, you brought up uh, Lewisine and Brian Osmella. How has it been going getting to know the fellow rookies, and and what is your class like? Uh, it's been great, man. Very selfless guys. You know, if they get the plays or like the new scheme or whatever, whatever is for the next day, like they'll make sure you got it. You know, yo, you you on the way to meetings, like everybody's selfless, everybody's genuine, authentic, and uh, I think we got a real hardworking, you know, dedicated class. You feel like you guys? Well, I put it this way because I know you guys have been helping each other out, but. Mm-hmm. How has that learning curve been working with them? Like, Lewis, I mean, you guys are the first two draft picks of the, of the 2022 NFL draft. And, like, there's very rare you have two guys in the same position group. But the fact that you guys get to work together, how's that learning curve been for both of you? Uh, yeah, so it's been, you know, I've been able to pick up, you know, a lot faster. Okay. Because, like, in the past, you know, I've needed, you know, more work. And as you get older, you know, you get smarter and the game slows down. And uh, but I was able, you know, even walkthroughs or, you know, in the film room, like I'm getting it. Yeah. Like I'm getting it. And that's one of the things me and Lou, you know, he's been here all summer, watch film together, breaking things down and things like that. So learning curve has been a lot better than I expected. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about this uh, second starting position at corner alongside probably future Hall of Famer in Pat Pete. Sure. What is the competition for that spot like and what are your expectations? It's a very healthy comp. Mm-hmm. Very healthy competition. I feel like, of course, you know, I, I want the job, but I feel like, you know, whoever comes out with it is going to be damn good because, yeah. you know, the competition that transpired and the fire we was we, we got to light, you know, under each other's asses every day, like on the practice field. So whoever comes out with it, you know, that's going to be the best man running out on the field. So, I mean, whoever it is. We're gonna be in good hands. I can I can like feel the competition like burn like you're just talking about it. You can see how much you get fired up by that. I do, I do <laughs> as well as you know those guys. Yeah, yeah you so. have to. Mm-hmm. That's a I feel like you know it's a part of the game, right? And 
But it, it's got to be, you know, unique too, right? Because the last three years at Clemson, like, you kind of went into the year knowing you were going to be the guy. So, mm-hmm. like, coming in here, having to restart, has it – have you had any time to reflect on like the steps that you took to get that starting job? That's going to help you, you know, ultimately, hopefully, one day get the starting job here. I mean, I ain't. I mean, because this is two different ball games. Okay, you feel me? So like, I ain't really go back to that. But I mean, these cats like college. <laughs> 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 like, um, you know, college. Like, you know, you kind of got one foot out, one foot in, because. Right. You know, it's like a brotherhood, a fun mm-hmm. experience. The, the the business side isn't really there. Nah, like, they on it. Right. So, like, it's a different way I got to, you know, conduct myself uh, here. I get it. I get it, man. It's like it's it's a part of the, the grind, right? That's why we got training camp where you, everybody gets in, you know, get your reps. But, you know, the real deal doesn't come in until you get on pads. Mm-hmm. And once the pads come on, that's when the real football player comes out. Sure. So do, do you feel like your game changes with the pads, even though you, you still got to understand that we're just in helmets right now? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I love my game, you know, when all the pads is on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all was, did y'all research, but nah, we don't, I think I... We only interviewed no, objects. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, yeah, we're just pretty faces over right. here. Right. Um, absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just land. Um, At least one of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I rely on, you know, my game with, with the pads. Like, right. I, I believe I'm a very physical corner, and uh, that's one of my best attributes that I bring. I love it. You know, I think a lot of fans are really excited about this new coaching staff and the energy that they bring. And that's those are kind of buzzwords that we hear often. Um, t- tell us something about Kevin O'Connell and this coaching staff that we may not know. I mean, I, y'all probably know he's very relatable because right. he's a young guy. Um, the one thing that sticks out to me is that his biggest thing is what's best for for the athletes, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking care of our bodies and, you know, just really giving us that time to, uh, you know, make sure we are our best selves each and every day, whether it's how they tweak the uh, schedule for us to get a little more sleep at night. Mm-hmm. So we start later in the day. So um, Yeah, I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, he's very player first <laughs> oriented. Yeah. And so, yeah, I really appreciate that. I'm going to get you out of here with this. This is my last question. Um, but it's end of July. Training camp just started. When we talk – August 27th or September 1st, what does Andrew Booth want to say about himself? Mm, that's a great question. Andrew Booth wants to say that, I mean, he gave it all he got. You know what I'm saying? That he was a he was a great teammate through the process, you know, and that he didn't leave anything out there. Mm. You know, he gave the best he got, and that's, that's it. I feel like if that's the case, you'll be good for the season, too. I think you'll be good to go. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck. Appreciate having me. I think we are all excited to see what Andrew Booth can do this training camp, as well as the rest of the team. Gabe, one thing before we go, you're about to head out to practice. When you're out there, what are you looking for? Day one or day one? Day one. Let's talk about or or this first couple of practices without pads. I'm counting to see how many players slip. (laughs) <laughs> really like, yeah because the first the first and second day are always like the worst days because yeah. like people are like slipping and sliding everywhere like it's not injuries it's just like rust yeah. like you you haven't really gone against a, another nfl player like that like play after play after mm-hmm. play so i just want to see like who slips who has fun with it and then who corrects it and goes from there i think right now if you're kevin o'connell you're looking to see 
who who was actually in the playbook when we left. Because mm-hmm. remember, we had Adam Thielen here, and Adam was like, it's so crazy learning yeah. a new play every single day. So Like how they pick it up in the time off. Right. The starters are already set. Like, we already know Adam, JJ, Dalvin. They're going to be the starters. But those backups, those guys that aren't being mentioned, those are the guys I'm going to be watching. Like, B.C. Johnson, mm-hmm. Amir Smith-Marset, that right guard position. Like, there's a lot to watch. There's Yeah, like, there's as, a lot of battles going on. As, as, as much as Jamie Erdahl says – the Vikings are her darker team. I think the Vikings have a lot more questions surrounding this team than a lot of other teams in the NFL. It's a lot of potential. Yeah, but and we've heard that the last two years. Yeah, no, I know it's a lot of potential. And I guess, I guess, is this the coaching staff that takes potential and makes it the, the result? Right, like you get results out of that potential. It, it no longer is that. It is wins and skill and. And it's it's a team that's connected, meshed together, and can put together the program on the field. Because a lot of things, when I talk to fans, a lot of what they say is, like, we are optimistic because we were in so many games. Right? And, like, you don't want to pull from last season. But you were in so many games. And I think that's what gives people a little bit of faith, is that that team wasn't the right fit. Right. Like the, it didn't all come together and there were still games and you still could have won a lot of games. I, this is for that comment alone. This mm-hmm. is why I wish Jay Nelson was like sitting right beside <laughs> me talking because like he can probably go back 26 years. Right. And like, this, yeah. But yeah, like you're you're spot on, though, especially just hearing from people that have been a part of this process, whether it's coaches or, or whoever. Nobody's ever seen a season like how last year was with so mm-hmm. many close games that we lost. Yeah. So. If three or four of those games get turned around with the same team and a new Mm -hmm. regime and people who understand how to get us over that hump, I think we'll be in for a really good season. What do they say? It's a game of inches? Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Inches inches and um, missed field goals. Yes. uh, Well, (laughs) and missing field goals by inches. (laughs) Right. That should be the name of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Missing field goals by inches. missing Missing the point of the podcast by inches makes a lot of sense. Uh, no, but I mean, now it's now it's a new beginning. I mean, as many of the faces are returning, it is a new beginning and it's an exciting time and so exciting because we want to see you guys out at training camp. So here is my final shameless plug of the podcast. Please go to vikings.com backslash training camp to get tickets now. It is going to be amazing to have fans out here, the kids zone, autographs, the legends that'll be making appearances, high energy, the practices, the guys are flying around, they have fun, they're smiling, there's music. It's a really, really fun environment. So, uh, you know, they kick off on Saturday, July 30th, and the practices that fans can attend, there will be 14 between then and the joint practices with the 49ers on August 17th and 18th. There are free tickets and there are also tickets to purchase. The tickets that you purchase are more for the marquee events like the night practice or the big day on Saturday. So so those are the bigger kind of days. And then you've got the free ones where you can just sign up and stop on by. We'd love to see you. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And of course... As well, we have content just coming at you from all angles, I feel like. So keep up with all of the Vikings Entertainment Network's content on all of the social media apps, all your your Vikings app. And um, and like, subscribe to this podcast. We promise we'll maybe be a little bit more together next week. I don't know. Actually, I can't make any promises. 
You shouldn't. Because once you start doing that, it's going to be like, ah, you start overthinking things. I feel like you guys are my friends now, though. Like all of our listeners, you know, like this is probably what you would get when you just hang out with us. Yeah. Honestly. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Like, yeah, that's how it should be. We're all sitting down just talking ball. And um, I know fans enjoy just talking about their favorite team, especially here in Minnesota and the surrounding state. So. Hopefully it results in better conversations around wins and we can continue to celebrate this team. But it's it always much more fun to talk about a team so when they're winning. Mm-hmm. So much more fun. It's go time now, though. It is go time. I like that. I like we're going to end on that note. That was a lot of energy. It's time to go because actually it is time to go. We got to go to practice. So thanks for listening to the Minnesota Vikings podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Ooh.